Welcome to Sub Rosa. <laughs> All right. Here's the question. Here's the question for today. My boss wants to socialize with me. I know with hybrid work environments, we're not spending as much time together, but is there a way for me to gracefully avoid his non-sexual needs to be said entreaties without screwing my job prospects? What do you think? Oh, oh, this is perfect for the, for the needy boss thing. Um, listen, listen, I'm going to, my favorite movie, of course, well, not my favorite movie, but favorite scene from a movie in so far as work is concerned is Empires of the Sun. And uh, <laughs> it's based on a J.G. Ballard book. In the beginning, a, a train pulls up to like a Japanese prisoner of war camp. Guy jumps out of the train and uh, a Japanese soldier says, pick up that rock. He goes, sir, I'm an officer of the British Army. And the Japanese soldier goes, huh, hits him in the head with the gun and knocks him down. John Malkovich, who's also in the train and witnesses this, jumps out. The British Army officer goes, no, no, I'm okay, I'm okay. And Malkovich looks at him like, and picks up the rock. (laughs) Right? There's a certain, you got to pay to play. There's a certain amount of paying to playing. There's certain things that you know won't lead to other things. So if your boss is saying, hey, um... I have tickets to a baseball game. I myself hate baseball, but that's not the, there's so many games that he's not going to drag you to every single game. It's a maybe healthily be viewed as a one-time thing, file it under team building and do it. Uh, drinks, probably not dinner, probably not, uh, events at his house, kids, birthdays, anniversaries. That's the little, I don't know. At that point, he's considering you a friend. You might decide if that's not a comfortable de- designation for you. Um, uh, movies, no. <laughs> no. I mean, the more date-like it seems, the less likely you should be to do it. A baseball game is fine. I Like I said, I hate baseball. I would never forget that I was doing a work solid at a baseball game. But I think I think that it would be unwise in the extreme for me to advise you to say, Screw that guy. We're not doing it. Never forget. And I think, I mean, I had a couple of questions. If this, you know, person, if I was, if I was talking to them, I would say, why don't you want to socialize with your boss? And one of the questions would be, how often are these invitations coming along? Because I do think that, um, you know, let's just assume that that this the person that's writing this in is a woman and that that she is accurate about the fact that her boss doesn't have sexual motives. So we'll just we'll just assume that that's given. I think one of the questions is, you know, is we just did episode 13, The Needy Boss. Is the boss trying to make you his friend, right? Are these invitations coming out once a week? Is Does he think like every Thursday we're supposed to go out for drinks or we're supposed to go out for lunch? I think that you can think about a time continuum. Like I think it's appropriate to have once a quarter to have lunch with your boss. Right. Like if your boss wants to socialize once a quarter is probably a good cadence. Anything more than that, I'd get into the question of like, why? And then there's also the other team impact is, is your boss taking everybody else out? Is it just you? Are we getting into going to get into sort of weird sibling rivalry things? And then I think the other idea is there's a big difference between one-on-one and it's a team thing, right? Because I agree with you that when it comes to team building, you really are required to participate. 
Right. And, you know, in some cases you might be able to negotiate if it's always, you know, a happy hour and the expectation is that every Friday you're going to go out to happy hour. You might be able to plead, hey, need to get home and see the kids, you know, whatever, some other thing. Right. But the challenge that I've always had, I mean, part of the problem for me is working in advertising. Everything is about alcohol. Right. And I haven't had a drink since 1989. Right. So anytime I'm going to go to any event and drinking is the main focus. That's not going to be something that's going to be interesting to me. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. Been to a million of them. Get a lot of information, by the way, when everybody else is drunk and I'm driving people <laughs> to wherever they need to be. Um, yep. But I think that I, I think and there's another story, too, that I think is useful for people who like these kind of bonding things and, mm-hmm. and are always trying to make them happen. I was working for a, a television station doing ad sales and ad sales people at television stations traditionally make a ridiculous amount of money. Right. Mm -hmm. And this was a number of years ago. So particularly then. And so most of the people that I work with were rich. Um, They, all of them were married. Um, Their husbands also had, you know, super big fancy careers. It was all the, it was all women in this group. And the boss who, I, I mean, she knew that I was a single mom, You know, Mm -hmm. maybe she couldn't do the math of like, I'm a single mom in my thirties with two little kids, but the, she would always do things that required a lot of money. So her idea of a team bonding exercise was to go up to Canada for a day and spend the day shopping. Right. And, and she's not going to Kohl's. Right. She's shopping, at, you know, whatever the fancy stores are. And they would do these shopping trips. And, you know, of course, with the shopping trips and maybe she would have picked up the tab for lunch or drinks or whatever. But we were buying the cl- and I'm like, first of all, considering that my clothing budget is about, you know, seventeen dollars and forty five cents. right? Yep, 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 and everything yep. you know, I am shopping at Kohl's or whatever the Nordstrom Rack thing is. It never occurred to her that that wouldn't be something that everybody wanted to do. And I begged off. I'm like, first of all, I can't be gone for 15 hours because there isn't anybody else to watch the kids. My ex-husband lives in Europe. And second of all, like, I'm not trying to, you know, like that's, I'm going to have to walk around and not spend any money. I will not buy a thing. And she got so angry with me that she started the process of trying to get rid of me. Um, which went on for, for a number of months. And, you know, I think that's one of the things with some of these enforced, like, did did she not hear you? Um, she heard me when I said that, but she, I think she couldn't compute it. All that she could seem to take in was an understanding that I was refusing to participate in the social event that she wanted to do. Now, if she had been like, let's go around to the corner and like have a softball game, let's do some pickup basketball. I would have been all about that. She never would have done that in a million years. Right. So all she could hear was me saying, no, she couldn't, because I was clear with her. I mean, I was clear with her, right? She couldn't, she was just in a place of, of, you know, and she was younger too. She was just in a place of privilege where she didn't understand that not everybody was like her. Like I remember one time, same, same group of people, they were talking about like, well, well, what did you do when you got your second house? <laughs> and, and they were talking about financing of their second homes. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, bitch, please, I don't have a first home. I am renting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's when you have to do like those old detective dramas from the 70s and start rubbing, for those people just listening, just start rubbing your fingers together to indicate I can't afford to go. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, but I think, and I think that's the thing that's so challenging is that, you know, with a lot of these sort of forced fun activities, especially now that we're doing them again in person, people seem to miss a couple of basics, right? So like if anyone in your team has a problem with drugs and alcohol, 
you know, or is sober or trying to cut back, it's not cool if everything revolves around alcohol. That's a really diff. I mean, a lot of people got in a lot of trouble over the pandemic just drinking too much. Right. And are trying to to cut back, like be mindful of that. Some of these force fun things have to do with physical activities and not everybody is physically able. Right. Not everybody wants to say, hey, I have, you know, a bad shoulder. I can't go play softball. You know, there's some of these things you're smiling. What are you smiling about? I'm smiling, thinking about (laughs) I'm not the strongest drinker and being at an event and they're like, hey, we're going to have some drinks. And I was about to say, you know, I'm not I hadn't had anything to eat. I was about to say no, but I could see on my boss's face. He was like, you're not going to fucking say no. So. This is what do you want to drink? And I don't, you know, my knowledge of alcohol comes from movies. So I said, uh, give me a Manhattan. I don't know what that is. I've heard in a movie. It sounds good. <laughs> so on an empty stomach, I drink a Manhattan. I realized by the time before I've gotten to the end of the drink that I am drunk. Okay, fine. I, I can hold it together. But everybody else is drinking as well. We sit down at the table and somehow a topic of conversation comes up with how many people have you slept with? <laughs> Right. So this is grossly inappropriate, but everybody's feeling loose and they're feeling and and I'm as it's going around the table, I'm telling myself, don't say anything, don't say anything, don't say anything, cut the number in half, cut the number in half. So I've got from don't say anything, cut the number in half, cut the number in half, cut that in half. Okay, I can do it. They get to me and I give the the half of the half number and everybody's shocked. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, I'm in a band. I don't know. And it really <laughs> It changed my work relationship, actually not for the worse. <laughs> it actually changed it for the better. But this is when you have the boss who somehow believes now I'm his avenue to virility, which is what we discussed in the needy boss uh, portion of the topic. So it was it didn't really ruin me for the job, but it did let me know. I don't want you uh, me to myself. Do not be drinking at corporate events again. Do not do this. Get yourself a near drink or uh, duels or something like that. And uh, and let's just try to ride this one out. And, you know, like I said, uh, it worked. In that absolutely. Instance, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So if you have a question for us, uh, WTF at Bad Boss Brief. And uh, we'll catch you later. Thanks. Bye. Adios. <laughs>